right, everybody, welcome to this week's Learning the Tropes. I'm Aaron. I'm Clayton. And I'm your romance novel veteran. And I'm the virgin. And we're your hosts. How much longer <laughs> will I be able to say that? I don't, I think. There's always new things. There's always new tropes. To be a virgin to? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it just grows back every episode. I was just going to ask if you saw <laughs> something on Twitter, back. but I know that you did of not. Of course not. Of course <laughs> not. I don't have access. You do have access. You don't have the desire to go on Twitter. It makes access, you nervous. Desire. What's the diff? <laughs> What 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 happened on Twitter? So somebody was talking about how we didn't, you know, love never sweeter. Yeah, that's a nice way of saying. It. And someone tweeted, "It's a good book, but maybe not a good book for a trope and I, for learning a new trope." And I was like, "You know what? <laughs> You're right." Our fans are so nice. Um. Anyway, we have a new batch of books for you. We do. It's March. Can you believe it, everybody? Is there? We were trying to think of what there is happening in March. There's St. Patrick's Day, which Clayton doesn't agree is a holiday. Oh no, I agree it's a holiday. I just am not a fan. No, I worked too many years in bars. Yeah, that now I just get a thrill out of St. Patrick's Day because I'm not working in a bar. That that's nice. At least yeah. you have some enjoyment of it because of the lack of having to have anything to do with it. <laughs> uh, I feel like I never enjoyed it as a holiday. Yeah. March is always a slog, though, because it's like you're not spring, you're not April yet. You think it's going to be warm, but it's not. Yeah. That's the big thing. You think you're out, February is over, and you think you got past it, but you didn't. Yeah. So we have some books to keep you company in March. March, if nothing else, good reading weather. Absolutely. You don't want to leave the house. It's gross out. It's gray. All the snow is gray. Cuddle up with a nice book. Yeah. So what are we going to start off the month with, Clayton? Our first book for March is called Get a Life, Chloe Brown. Chloe, I imagine. It, the, the way it's written here is C-H-O-L-E. Chloe? Is that Chole? <laughs> Stop. That's how you spell the name Chloe. Who do you know named Chloe? Like, how no, isn't it C H L O E? Oh. Yeah, I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I typed it out. I did it. It's okay. I fucked it up. That's fine. I shouldn't be. That's That was a jerk move. All right. Because I was also pointing at Aaron in a taunting fashion. That you is not cool. You guys got to see behind the mic of the kind of abuse that I suffered no. through. Um, it's no. It's fun No, it's Chloe. It's Chloe. I'm cool. sorry. I spelled it wrong. Don't worry about it. We're gonna. I'm going to cut that out anyway. Great. Our first book in March is Get a Life, Chloe Brown. By Talia Hibbert. And this was a email wreck from Claire V. She said, please, please do get a life. Chloe Brown. Chloe Brown. <laughs> Chloe, right? <laughs> did I? It did. No, you did it right there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I fucked up. So you can taunt me. So this is an email wreck from Claire V. She said, please, please do get a life. Chloe Brown. You must read Talia Hibbert, please. Get a Life, Chloe Brown is Talia Hibbert's most famous novel so far and just won a Ripped Bodice Award, which is a prestigious award. Mm -hmm. I'm going to flap it. This is what this book is about. (laughs) Chloe Brown is a chronically ill computer geek with a goal, a plan, and a list. After almost, but not quite, dying, she's come up with seven directives to help her, quote-unquote, get a life. And she's already completed the first, finally moving out of her glamorous family's mansion. What? 
I'm already mad. The next items. Housing is the one thing that can get Clayton yes. really hot real quick. Let me stay forever. <laughs> Enjoy a drunken night. Ride a motorcycle. Go camping. Have meaningless but thoroughly enjoyable sex. Yeah. Travel the world with nothing but hand luggage. And do something bad. Mm-hmm. But it's not easy being bad. Even when you've written step-by-step guidelines on how to do it correctly. <laughs> What Chloe needs is a teacher, and she knows just the man for the job. Redford Red Morgan is a handyman with tattoos, a motorcycle, and more sex appeal than 10,000 Hollywood heartthrobs. He's also an artist who paints at night and hides his work in the light of day, which Chloe knows because she spies on him occasionally. Just the teeniest, tiniest bit. (laughs) It's good, good to know. But when she enlists Red in her mission to rebel, she learns things about him that no spy session could teach her, like why he clearly resents Chloe's wealthy background and why he never shows his art to anyone and what really lies beneath his rough exterior. Isolated. There's so much going on in this I book. mean, I love a snoop. You do love a snoop because you are a snoop. I know. I love a snoop. So snoop I feel like I, snoop. I already feel a kinship with her. I love a list. Okay. Because this that was also my favorite part of Sarah McLean's nine rules to break when romancing a rake uh, was that she also had a list. So I love a list. It's my favorite. So that'll be the trope we do. A life list. Yes. Um, Red seems really sexy. Moving out of the mansion. I mean, just you can't do all this stuff I think still living in a mansion. I think you are going to need to move past the moving out. Of, well, also, I think she has the money to live by herself. Would you rather live with your parents in a big house or by yourself in a big house? Oh, well, if I'm expecting that she's going to be using. Yeah, if she has money to buy. Yeah, I'd have my own pad. I don't think she's now homeless. I don't think she's now like living in a car. Like, okay. I think she's probably going on to something nice. She's getting subsidized by her parents, though, I'm assuming. Yeah. I mean, if she's been chronically ill, she can't work. That's true. Yeah. I'm curious about what the illness is. Yeah, I don't know. You know? But this I'm 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 interested. I'm in. Yes. I'm I've in. been seeing this around a lot. So this is always my favorite thing when people when our listeners suggest books that I want to read anyway and then I can be like two birds one stone. That's great. Because otherwise I'm just like furiously like I think could I do six books this week? Oh yeah. Cuz also amazing authors won't stop releasing amazing books that I've been anticipating for over a year and I'm not going to not read them the first week. You've got Clay to. Pass, yeah. Oh, so did you we should link to her unboxing video. Have you seen the unboxing video she did for her new book? No. Yeah. You have? Yeah, it was on Instagram. Oh. <laughs> I have access to Instagram. And you were just looking up what Lisa was up to? Yeah, hashtag Clay Pass, you know. <laughs> sure, totally. I started it. I already love it. We need to take a break from the Clay Pass, though. We did get feedback that people were bored. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so I think we need, we'll put it off, maybe. Well, people were bored by by too much Clay Pass. Yeah, by a month. They thought that the month of the Hathaways was too much, and so they... Let us know that they were not going to listen for the month. And I said, okay, fair. Oh, wow. Okay. I did, when I looked at what we had put out, we also did the Christmas right before that, too. So mm-hmm. I, it was a lot of clay pass. Yeah. But I got to read a month and a half worth of clay pass, so I ain't complaining. Oh, no. Listen, I loved it. Yeah. For, if it was just for us. But we don't do this for ourselves. We do this for you people. Absolutely. That's why we're. I think we're really shaking it up this month. We're doing a lot of different books yeah and they're all recommendations which is great yeah 
So, We're Aaron, excited. what's our second book of the month? So, our second book of the month is Star Champion Star Series 4 by Susan Grant. This was an email recommendation from a little while ago uh, from Jennifer. And she wrote, in your one-year anniversary podcast, I heard producer Pat, sorry if I'm spelling that name wrong, Mm, it's fine, Uh, ask for a recommendation for sports romance with aliens. Well, Pat, I have a recommendation for you. Star Champion, Star Series number four by Susan Grant. Does this mean he definitely has to read a romance novel now? I'd like to hear what he thinks of this one. So here's the flap. Uh, dreaming big on a dead-end world. Jem toils for a mining company by day, but at night she disguises herself as a male to compete in the violent underworld of the colony's fight clubs. Everyone puts her one step closer to escaping Baresh with her family. When a royal recruits her to be the star player for his team, her ruse proves to be her most perilous game yet. Prince Charming he was not. Prince Clark is eager to reverse his reputation as a black sheep of the royal clan. If his Baja team can win the galactic title, it would go a long way toward restoring the family honor that his misdeeds tarnished. He tracks down an amateur who has risen to the top of the seedy world of street Baja, offering the commoner a chance of a lifetime. But his new player comes with a scandalous secret that turns his plans and his beliefs upside down. He sets out to win a very different prize, his champion's heart. Wow. There's... So much going on. So much happening. I mean, just the fact that she dresses up like uh, a guy Uh is interesting. Yeah. I like that. And they're aliens? Or they're just humans on another planet? I guess. Who knows? We don't know. Who could say? What is the game? What is, is, like, how do you play, uh, what is it called? Baja? Yeah. How do you play that? What are the rules? (laughs) <laughs> will we be able to follow the action? <laughs> no. will, will, will we be able to mount a game in studio? <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be violent. Uh, yes, this is a very, I'm very excited for this one. Yeah. We haven't read a real, like, wackadoo one yet. Although this one doesn't seem as crazy as others. I don't know. I'm excited. I think it's well, is Prince Clark an alien? Mm-hmm. Are we to assume? Because then he we can put him on the Vectal scale. Yeah, we got to get back to the Vectal test. Because it's dusty. Yeah. So we got to figure that out. But I'm very interested in that one. And then um, our third book of the month is <laughs> Vow of Silence by Melinda Price. So this is a rec from our Insta and at Catalina25142. Zero one nine uh, said, hey, guys, I love the show. I hope you don't mind. I have a few wrecks for you. Okay, so I've been wrecking this one like crazy because it's so different. Val of Silence by Melinda Price. It's an Amish rom suspense with sex. <laughs> so I'm jazzed because this is usually just found in inspirationals and no shade, but I need more than sexy hand-holding, LOL. So I haven't read it yet. Because it just came out, but the hero is a homicide detective who has to go back to his Amish roots to hunt a predator, and hotness ensues with his ex-love, who is still Amish. I can't wait. I love the movie Witness, so if it's anything like that, I'm in. Please consider trying this, because I just think it's so unique in the romance world, and I think people can learn a lot from this way of life. And for this author to be brave enough to make it sexy, about effing time. 
I love all of this. Mm -hmm. The passion of the recommendation is great. Now, we got this a while ago, probably. I'm wondering if Catalina read this already. Yeah. that's gonna, I, Probably she has, uh, or they have. But uh, this sounds very interesting. But that wasn't even the flap, although I think it should be on the flap. But this is the actual flap. A killer is hiding in plain sight. The last thing homicide detective Josiah Troyer wants is to return to Lancaster, Pennsylvania and his Amish roots. But a man-man is killing young girls, and Josiah's expertise with the tight-knit community is very much needed by the FBI. Unfortunately, going home means dealing with his past and the woman he left behind. Hannah is desperately trying to rebuild her life after the death of her Amish boyfriend, and now the murder of her sister. Protecting her young son from the violence is her only goal, and then she runs into the last man she expected to see, her ex, Josiah. He left her eight years ago to work with the Englishers, and forgiving him hasn't been easy. But the killer has Hannah in his crosshairs, and she and Josiah will have to work together if she's going to survive. Now, if this has sex in it, this sounds awesome. Which she says it does, and I trust her. But she had not read it herself. Yes, but I think she maybe heard that there is sex in it. Mm Because usually, just to give everybody kind of an overview of Amish romances, which we have never read one, so virgin, both virgins with this one. Oh, no. I used to read Laura, uh, Laura Lee McDonald all okay. the time. Okay. So, I'm the, see, you're the veteran. <laughs> I'm the virgin. See, this is the way it should be. Uh, I w- I'm under the impression that they don't have sex, that they're closed door. Or there's no sex at all. Right? What? You're asking me? Yes. I mean, the ones I read were like YA-ish, so there was no sex. Okay. But, yeah, I think in general, no, because it's like a little bit is inspirational, and inspirational is normally code for... No sex. No sex. So it's not even closed door. It's just no sex. It's just hand-holding. And... Yeah. Okay. So this is going to be very interesting. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, and we haven't read like a suspense. Or no, we have. Rescue Me was. But I don't think we've read any sort of this sort of like mystery type thing before. Yeah. Solace Island, maybe. Solace Island, yeah. Was that closed door? I can't even remember. Mm, I don't think no, so. No, there was sex in there. There was sex, Yeah. There was that little tramp. Strange boy. (laughs) (laughs) I think about that boy so often. Do you? Oh, yes. Just showing up at that street fair? Yeah. I wouldn't say once a week, but probably every three weeks. (laughs) So that says something. I know. A little scamp pops in your head. Oh, yes. So that's going to be very interesting. So I'm excited for this month. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of good ones to read excited for chloe brown i'm excited for alien sex planet all right everybody so if you have recommendations for us you can always email us at learning the tropes podcast at gmail.com or on instagram at learning the tropes and on twitter at learning tropes um rate review and subscribe yeah that's how people find us we really appreciate it just right now while you have your device in your hand just rate us five stars, stars. Um, and then any sort of little message we always love reading them and you guys have been so wonderful um and uh we are starting off next month march with get a life chloe brown by talia hibbert so go ahead start reading that one so you can read along with us learning the tropes is part of the frolic podcast network learn about more podcasts you love at frolic.media backslash podcast